0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American
1: Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
2: Hi, everybody, and welcome to uh, Tuesday's No Geek Speak Arena, the tech call where we try not to speak geek so you guys can understand what we're talking about. Uh, My name is Tyson Ernst. I'm a tech trainer from Illinois. And uh, usually I have Rachel Schroeder here with me, but she couldn't make it due to uh, some family things that are going on. So uh, so I'm doing it solo. Uh, well, not quite solo. I have uh, Donna with me. Hey. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good.
2: So she's going to be running the mic, slapping down your hands when they need to be put down, and, and uh, helping me out to keep this going uh, really good. Uh, and I want to thank you and, and all you listening out on ACB Radio. Uh, on the community channel. Thank you so much for joining. Um, we always love to, to know that you guys are listening. So what we're going to talk about today, uh, so the last couple times we've talked about different uh, screen readers, different browsers. We've talked about, uh, I'm trying to remember what the last one was, that's how long ago it was, or at least it seems like it was a long time ago. But today, uh, since it's just me, uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about a subject that doesn't seem to catch much much uh discussion in the tech world of um of the blind and that is low vision so uh i am myself I, I am a low vision um visually impaired person so uh i have i have some sight i can magnify and read um i don't really see too clear with pictures and stuff like that i i don't know what my exact numbers are so if you were to ask me i'm just gonna go oh but uh so we're gonna talk to that and, uh, and how we're going to look at that is uh, through, the, through the eyes of uh, what is available out there commercially. So when we talk low vision, we're talking about basically magnification, uh, screen magnifiers. And we know that there are really two options uh, in terms of magnification. We have handheld stuff. Um, there's a lot of different products by a lot of different companies out there. There's small handheld devices, digital um, portable digital magnifiers. We have the big stand units, uh, like the clear views and things like that, the CCTVs. And then we have the uh, screen magnification on the computer. So we're going to deal strictly with computerized, the stuff that's on your computer. So we're talking uh, a couple of the biggies. And really, there are two two big ones with a third, and there's a reason why there's a kind of a third in there. Uh, And I'll talk with that. We'll, We'll jump into that here in a moment. Um, but, uh, we're not going to deal with the external stuff or anything that would plug into your computer that would help magnify things like iPal cameras and stuff like that that could potentially work as, as uh, magnifiers. I'm not going to deal with anything external today, strictly software internal. Okay. So we should be, it should be uh, noted that first of all, I do not endorse any product. Um, we don't do that here. Uh, we just simply provide you with the information. We'll get you connected up with where you can get it if you don't already have it, and then you guys make the choice for yourself because everybody's a little different. And that is really the big, the big, huge takeaway from today is screen magnification for people who are low vision uh, is such a customizable um, type of a thing because everybody's vision and what and and what to the amount of vision that they have remaining and usable is different. And some may prefer different colors, you know, color schemes. Some may prefer smooth edges, not smooth edges. We're going to talk about all that different kind of stuff. And so be aware that uh, some of the big products, one, one of the biggies, two of the big biggies, uh, they, all, they cost money. There's a, whether it be a subscription or a uh, continual license, uh, a legacy license, if you want to call it that, where you pay once and you have it forever and you just get upgrades to that unless you have to upgrade every year. Or you get the subscription packages where you're paying an annual fee and it uh, it remains healthy and you get the new upgrades with the with that. All right, uh, and we are strictly talking Windows as well. We're not going to talk about anything Apple or Mac related. Um, so the first one I want to talk about is well, let's talk about the first. So the first big one that's out there is Zoom Text. Okay, and Zoom Text has been around for a long, long time. It is probably one of the most recognizable, uh if not the most recognizable. And uh when I first lost my vision, and uh about a year after so, about a year or so after getting into um into rehabilitation, all that kind of stuff, I was introduced to Zoom text because it seemed to be like the, the huge one that everybody went to, right? It's kind of the, the big name in the game and everybody loved it and it was easy to use. So Zoom text how uh Zoom text uh, in its history, it was standalone by IA Square, and uh, you could purchase it on its own. And then as uh, as uh, time went on, it got gobbled up by um, uh, the producers of Window Eyes, And then eventually now it's a part of Vispero, who has then merged it into, because they recognize, hey, they got the leading software, screen reading software in the world, so let's get the leading low vision magnification solution. And... The big problem with, if, if most of you remember, is Zoom, Text, and JAWS for the longest time didn't nice together. They didn't like each other. When one would magnify, it didn't really screen rewrite, and cursor would jump around. And it, it was really kind of a, it's really just kind of a um, hodgepodge of trying to figure it out and do workarounds and building scripts to make sure it worked right. And and um, but when Freedom Scientific acquired them, they decided. We got to make them talk nice together. And they did. And that's, where, that's when they came up with the product that everybody knows today as Fusion. And that is where you have the combination of uh, this magnification and screen reader. We're going to talk about Fusion here right after we talk about Zoom Text. OK, so with Zoom Text, uh, it is, again, it was made by AI squared. It is now owned by Vespero. All right. And Zoom Text, when you launch it, uh, you set it up just like you do jaws you, you put it in you can have on-screen uh, speaking to have it help set up or it will automatically magnify into it it takes over your computer much the way it does and it magnifies the screen to the desired setting okay this is where uh, with jaws we kind of we kind of customize for speech settings and voices and how fast it goes and and that kind of stuff well with zoom text you're gonna customize things like the the color scheme, because again, some people see things where you have maybe black text on a red background or blue on yellow, uh, those kind of things, black on white, um, high contrast kind of stuff. So you set that up in the beginning, and then you can. There's a there's read all commands where you can have it set to uh, with the older versions. There was Zoom Text Read, which is where it would it would read aloud to you, much the way Fusion does now. And uh, we can set the voices and that kind of stuff. We can also set default magnification level, uh, levels okay so the first thing we should know about when you're talking about uh there's there are a bunch of shortcut keys available to it because it works uh, it works it works with your mouse or it works with the keyboard uh again it's it's all customizable if you want to work with the keyboard if you're the kind of guy like i am where when you blow it up you still got to kind of get your face a little closer to the screen Sometimes the mouse works great, and sometimes the keyboard works great. So it's nice to have it on hand, but it's not necessary to go eat one or the other. And you can switch back and forth um, because and there and there are ways to make those things stick out more, uh, blinking cursors and like huge red colored blinking pointers um, that really make it obvious where things are at. Okay, so when you are dealing with setting up zoom text the first thing you need to know is there is no um, Actually, I wanna, I'm going to skip this and we're going to go to something else first we're going to talk about the way you come you direct it through the keyboard there are two types of keyboard shortcuts with zoom text the first one is uh, they they label it just as shortcut keys and I I usually tend to call it when I'm speaking or t- teaching students about it I call it direct shortcuts and that is the way you're used to dealing with jaws so Alt this or alt that or control this or control that. Um, there are different keystrokes. And that's the way we're used to doing with JAWS. If we hit the Alt key, we get the menu. If we hit uh, Control plus P, we get a print dialog box, those kind of things. So you get those. So uh, we'll go over some of those commands here in a minute. The other one is layered. Okay. And in the layered keystroke command structure, it's it's uh, the, the dis- it has some advantages. Uh, so if you are a person who has mobility issues, uh, it is better to be used to use that system with than as you than to use the direct because you can use one hand. And uh, the way to the way to activate that is um, it's it's really typing a sequence of letters in order or a sequence of of uh, keystrokes in order. So it's broken here a couple of things. The first thing to enable the key the layered keystroke command is you want to push uh, let's see it's, it's, it's um, caps lock and space. So let's talk about real quick because I said the caps lock right. We're used to the Caps Lock being the alternative JAWS key, just like, you know, insert is the JAWS key. So, but by default, Caps Lock is kind of your modifier key. Caps Lock affects a lot of things in Zoom text and alternately in Fusion. So you're going to push uh, Caps Lock and the space bar, and that's going to enable your, uh, it's going to enable your, um, your layered command. And the next thing you have to do is select the group. Okay, This is the disadvantage of it. It kind of takes a little bit more memorization because, for example, P is your program group. M is your magnification group. So you're going to press the alt space key and, and then one stroke, or the alt space bar, or I'm sorry, caps lock space. See how you I M to JAWS? Alt space. Um, so caps lock space, and then your command group. So let's, let's use uh, P for program. And then you're going to pick the actual command of what you want to do. Uh, so so if we want to go like, for uh, for example, I think Cursor has its own group. So we might go Caps Lock, Spacebar, C, and then uh, a plus or minus to make it bigger or something like that. I don't know the actual keystrokes. I don't have them in my notes because my notes would be about 10 pages long. And trying to go through those as I'm, as I'm giving you the, the lecture would be kind of crazy. Okay, so we talked about uh, ZoomText uses the Caps Lock as its modifier key. Okay, so once once we've got that understood as to how we use and modify the uh, use the different types of keystrokes, whether you decide to go uh, direct method or layered. So starting starting zoom text, uh, just much like much like the other Freedom Scientific and, and AI when it first started, we can option to have those during the setup to have it start on on command or at startup at the lock window. So we can have zoom text enable at the lock window or fusion and have magnification from the get-go, okay? We don't necessarily need to have speech enabled because for some people, speech doesn't need to be a thing. Uh, we're going to talk about what's called uh, character or echo or line, cursor echoing, okay, where what's, what's underneath the cursor is spoken, what's, and that's where there's underneath the pointer is spoken. And remember, when I talk about the cursor and the pointer, I'm talking about two different things. Uh, with the cursor, I'm talking about that blinking bar that looks like a capital I, uh, that in, that indicates where the insertion point or where the um, the uh, the verbal cursor, the virtual cursor, is located at. The pointer is literally the tip of that arrow. Okay, that that's where it's at. So if you put the backside of it where the kind of flat rectangular piece is at, that's not that may not uh, suffice to be where the where the cursor is at. It's, you want to get that pointer, uh, the pointy sticky end of it, right where it's supposed to be, um, pointing right at it, hovering on top of it and uh and we'll get that so there is but uh i said we can we can set it up to start at the at uh once once you got through login you can set it up to start up at the login screen so you know you press power and then you wait for it to then you wait for it to 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 jump in into a, into a jumbo view a magnified view or uh you get something spoken out that's underneath your cursor because we all know that the cursor starts at the center of the screen when you for when you restart your computer. Uh, so all these different things. But if you don't have that, let's say, let's say you're like me and you want to have a zoom Text startup kind of on command or on demand. Okay. Cause I use, I, I flip back and forth between both. Sometimes I use JAWS for quite a bit. And sometimes I use zoom text for some things because that's, that's the solution that works best for me. Okay. And I use to go fusion as opposed to, to straight ZT and JAWS. Um, so if you go to, if you go to hit, to, to, to look for a startup hotkey command like JAWS, we know it's insert J, right? That brings up the, that, that starts JAWS from from uh, silent. Well, there's no built in shortcut key. Okay. And that's kind of a little bit of a downfall. And they may have, they may have done this on a future, on, on, a, on a more recent version, say, say Fusion uh, or Zoom Text. Um, so if, if that, if that's been changed, it's not something I'm aware of. And, and that leads me to, to, uh, to a secondary tangent, good point, is I will be the first one to tell you, as I tell everybody, I am not the end-all, be-all expert of this stuff. There are people out there, probably people on this call, that are smarter and more versed in this stuff than I am. Um, and that is awesome because I learned from you guys as much as I hope you learn from me um, to understand the solutions that are out there and the things that we talk about. So, um, so there are times when you guys are going to hit me with the question and be like, I don't, I don't know. Um, or something to that effect of like, you know what, I uh, we'll figure this out and we'll, and we'll get back to, or I'll get back to you, which I have done. Um, if those of you followed some of my other, my other, uh, educational presentations, uh, usually if I say, I'll look forward, I tend to get back to you on the next call with, this is what I found. So, uh, or I encourage you to go, to go, uh, you know, grab at, uh, grab Google and go figure it out, you know, find it yourself because I find that when I look up something, I learn it better than if it's told to me because it cements it in, because I have to do the search for it. So back to how we, how we get to ZoomText. So there is a way where you can get, um, so if you take your mouse and you, or your JAWS cursor or whatever, and you set that to your ZoomText icon on your desktop, we can actually create hotkeys for shortcuts. Uh, okay, so let's see. Okay. So you're going to want to press shift F10. All right. Well, no shift F10. That's the, okay. That's your, that's your, uh, that's the same as pressing the application key. You're going to arrow down to properties and hit enter inside the properties box. You're going to find if you arrow down through there, one is shortcut. Okay. So you're going to create your own. It's going to say, type in the short key combo that you want to do it. So you want to look at some options that are there, and remember, when we're creating hotkey shortcuts, we want to be aware of what is also being used. Okay, so for example, okay, you may—I'm sorry—I also say here just of my notes that you may also have to, um, when you're doing it, you may have to enable your admin um, permissions. Okay, so what I use for mine, I use Control Alt Z. Okay, so Control Alt and Z for Zoom Text. And the reason I don't use Alt-Z or Control-Z, uh, because Control-Z is our universal undo command. So if we start confusing those two, they're going to have a conflict. So that's why, I, that's why I throw the Alt in there. We also don't want to use Insert-Z or Caps Lock-Z, because that in JAWS, especially if you're using Fusion, that's going to toggle screen access mode in JAWS, where in certain documents and things like that, it's going to try and, and toggle your, your quick access key. All right. So again, be aware of your conflicts. Um, you can set it to whatever you want. Just uh, look at that. So you're going to type that in and then uh, you want to go back out and you want to confirm that that works. So, you know, like maybe hit your home key on, on the desktop, go to the, go to the first icon and then try your shortcut. And if it opens it up, you're golden. All right. You're good to go. Uh, and and uh, and uh, I hope if you do that, you you I wish you great success. And it's, it was actually pretty easy the first time I did it. And uh, I was a little intimidated. I'm like, I've never done this before, but it worked. Okay. So so, so when you're setting up and, and we're going into, uh, let's, let's look at uh, if we were setting this up for the first time. We're going to talk magnification. Let's talk about what you get to magnify and zoom text. Okay. So the caps lock plus up arrow is zoom in. Caps lock plus down arrow is your zoom out. Okay. It makes sense, right? Up arrow, zoom in, up arrow, down, and your modifiers, again, your caps lock key. Okay. Now, remember, we're starting off at a zero mag or a level one magnification, okay? So, if you're starting out at a level one magnification, that's basically what your screen reader is at. That's, that's what your default is. Now, there's a really cool feature that let's say you're, let's say you're zoomed in, okay? And, and the, the level of zoom changes as you get higher and higher. At first, it's like every 10th, like 1.1, 1.2. When you get to 5, it kind of starts going a little bit bigger. You know, you start going into 10s and 15s and 20s and stuff like that but let's say let's say you're sitting at a uh at a at a uh, 7 or an, at an 8 mag which is which is fairly big right but you don't know where you're kind of at on the screen and you want to figure with that out so so zoom text and fusion has a cool little feature where okay if you want to snap between the current mag level, you use the caps lock plus enter and it will snap you between your magnified and level 1 so you can go back and say, okay, I get, I get the overall kind of view of what's going on, and then hit the uh, caps lock enter, and it pops you right back to the mag level you start out. You don't have to arrow through all the different ones or arrow down, uh, zoom, back, uh, zoom back out to, to a level to figure out where you're at. Okay. So, so the, the, the next one is color schemes. Okay. So in order to change your color, it's caps lock plus C C for color. And there are lots of ways. When this window pops open, there are lots of ways to change your colors. We talked about some of them. We talked about uh, the different uh, background and the text. Okay. So uh, if you've went through a low vision exam or use like a clear plus or anything, anything digital magnification where, you know, and you can cycle through those kind of things and you know, what works best for you. So set it to work. What works best for you. Okay. You can, then we can also set in, uh, uh, we can do mouse and keyboard echo as well within um within the setup wizard so again we talked about what mouse and keyboard echo is mouse echo is wherever that mouse is pointed at and to get to that if we do uh if we use a layered key command we're going to go caps lock space uh m which is your mouse pointer which is your mouse group and i believe it's e for echo All right and now here's the cool thing so so again that's Uh, That says the line or character that the mouse is pointing at. Now, if you use Caps Lock Alt plus M on your keyboard, it'll cycle through the different types. It'll do so. It'll do um, so. So, and the keyboard echoes the same way. Uh, I know I'm jumping around, and I apologize the way my notes are written, uh, which I thought was written in a better order, and that's my fault. I apologize. Okay, so uh, your different echo ones, which are, uh, I don't see this in my notes, and I don't know why I don't see this in my notes, because I know I wrote it down, but I wrote it down two days ago. So it might be, so it's going to be a uh, character line and uh, word. That's what it is. So it cycles between talking about the character that's under the mouse, the word that's under the mouse, or the entire line. And you can just do that, Halt down those. All right. The same thing with the keyboard echo. If you go uh, Caps Lock Alt K for keyboard, you can cycle through those different ones as well. Uh, and, and if you just use those once, it'll get you into the, uh, into the key. Or I'm sorry. To, the, to get the layered command, you're going to want to go uh, Caps Lock Spacebar, the letter K for keyboard, and that. You can change the pointer, okay? The, and that's in the mouse section. It's going uh, to be under the pointer section of the mouse. Uh, feature and you can change it. One of the things that I like is you can get it to trail. So it will create uh, these image trails. Looks like you're a little bit on drugs because it sets these up, but it allows you to locate it easier. It blinks, it can blink different colors. I've had mine, uh, depending on where it is, I'll change the color of my mouse to a bright orange and it might blink because of, of where I'm at. All right, and I tried that for a little while. I've messed with several different settings to see what works best for me. And I encourage you all to do the same thing, to get in there and play with the settings if, if you're using that. Uh, don't be afraid of it, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. It is so customizable to get you exactly in and really can, can be a great benefit. Okay, so those are pretty much the basics of Zoom Text. Again, there's a lot more that's, that's done in there. And uh, let's see where we're at. We are right where I wanna be. Okay, so what I want to do is now I want to jump over to... So that's the paid version. So Fusion has a lot of the same commands. Um, they, they, uh, they do tend to use the insert key as opposed to the caps lock key. And I think you can toggle between both of them. Um, I just have it set up to uh, however it is that I, that I want it to. All right. Um, I don't remember if it's caps lock. Uh, I think I, I, I use the insert a lot with, with uh, Fusion. So that's the paid version, and again, that's, that's where uh, you're paying either subscription or a legacy continual, um, continuous kind of a license for it. So, what I like to talk about next is the free one, and that's Windows Magnifier. So, if you remember, I talked a lot on on the second show about Windows Narrator, and that's that's Windows built-in uh, screen reader, which in the last. In the last six months, in the last year or so, it's gotten a big revamping and has really kind of came out on its own. And it is, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm confident it's about two really good upgrades away from being competitive with, with JAWS, um, if not being equal to it. Um, a magnifier is the same. Okay, magnifier is free. It's built into Windows and you don't have to pay for it. It upgrades when they upgrade Windows. Uh, so you never have to worry about version going out of date unless you have to switch like major windows versions you know like seven to ten or something like that (coughs) forgive me so so in order to start magnifier so from your desktop you would want to go in there and this one the modifier key is your windows key okay to start not for normal this is your windows so you're going to use windows key and the plus so we all know that the plus key is the class it's going to be there yep that's right i heard it out there. The shift plus equals, okay, the equals key shifted. All right, so Windows shift equals or Windows plus. All right, and that's going to start magnifier. Now, magnifier doesn't start with the voice to begin with. You have to toggle that feature, okay? Uh, If you need to stop magnifier and change, instead of of toggling like you would anything else, you're going to use the Windows key and escape, and that will turn off magnifier, all right? So Windows, let's see, what was it again here? Windows Control M, like Mary or magnification, is what opens up your magnification control. Okay, that's going to change your initial default settings and you can, uh, when it starts. Or if you want to ch- change it to, to something specific for that session, you can change it to that. Now we can change it on the fly. Okay, so but if we have to open that up, we're going to tab. Once we open it up, we will uh uh Windows Shift M. We're going to open up magnifier. And then we're going to, uh, tab to the, to the mag level and you're going to adjust it using the arrow keys to the one you want. Okay. But if you're not going to do that, if you want to use the, uh, if you want to use the on the fly, you need a little bit closer for something, you need a little bit farther out for something. You're going to use the windows key and the plus sign. Now I know that sounds weird. Okay. Cause that's just like, that's how we started up. Right. But we've already started it. So it now knows I just want to increase because to stop it, we don't toggle it with the same key. We use Windows Escape. Okay, so Windows key plus M. Or I'm sorry, Windows key plus the plus sign is going to increase, and Windows key and the minus sign. Now, I have not tried this using um, using the keypad plus or minus uh, as opposed to the ones uh, in the in the uh, alpha alphanumeric row. So I don't know if that works. I, I assume it would. I don't see why it wouldn't. And uh, again, if there's somebody out there who knows it, once we get the question. The Q and A section, just come in and say, "Yep, I use it. It works. Cool, we're golden." Okay, so now we didn't talk about this with Zoom Text uh, because there isn't a lot written about that, and that's what's really it's what's really interesting about it, unless you dig deep into the manual. But a lot of things can be accomplished using your mouse because remember, we're using low vision, so we are mouse users as well as keyboard users. So if you hold down the control, the control and Alt key, and use the scroll wheel on your mouse that will zoom in incrementally with each little kind of little uh, nub lock on that thing. You know, you feel it kind of clicking underneath your fingers, you're rolling it. So it's going to increase and it allows you for some really precise stuff. All right. Very, very quickly. Okay. So that's, that's the easy way to do that. So uh, a really neat feature again um, on for, for this here. Now this has the snapback command as well. And uh, why did it just skip off that? There it is. So, it's a control alt space bar to do the snap command, uh, which, is, which is to go between your, mag, your, your fully magnified to the level you're at to the non magnified view. So, in other words, you're level one again. All right. So, that's the control alt space bar. All right. Okay. So, with, with uh, Windows Magnifier, there are three types of magnification. All right. Before I talk to you about toggling between, you know, word and character and stuff like that on Zoom Text there's a different one. There is called, there's called a full screen docked and lens. Okay. And those are, so if we have full, like the entire screen is magnified. All right. When you use a screen, when you're using the docked version, your screen is split into two ones, top and bottom. Okay. The docked version is the, is the, uh, the, the top of that dock, I believe. I don't use it. That's, that's, how, that's to tell you how much I, I, I don't really know and I'm kind of, uh, taking educated guess based on the other version because they have a doc version in Zoom Text as well. But again, it's not really talked about very much in in the online. Um, you have to deep, dig deep into the manual to kind of find that stuff. And that manual is a thick manual, by the way, um, but well worth the read. It's been a long, time since, long, long time since I've read into that. Um, so that said, uh, if you use the doc, it means we've got the screen kind of split into two. You've got a dock that's that's below it, which has all your controls. Uh, you can mouse click on all this kind of stuff with the color schemes, with the magnification, with all that stuff. And everything that's magnified is going to be up above that divider line, all right? The lens version is going to look just like you're holding up a magnifying glass onto the screen. So everything that's within this little round lens is going to be magnified. Everything else outside of it, not nope, it's done. It's, it's regular everything. So it changes that mouse pointer into the magnifying glass and it's pretty big, all right? So it's, it takes up most of the screen. It's not like some little itty bitty, like you know, something like you'd see, like Sherlock Holmes or Encyclopedia Brown hanging on to. But um, you know, be be aware that those are the three different kinds. Again, Alt Control M, like magnification, cycles between those three to get you between. Um, mouse, and I think that's a lot easier than trying to find that on the on the dock and to cycle between them by clicking on it. <coughs> Pardon me. Okay. So we talked about colors on this one um, for, for magnification. We're talking about windows plus control, plus the letter C for color. And uh, that's going to be, you know, so you've got that, uh, you've got windows. Control. I'm sorry. Control is a windows control. Yep. Windows control M for your mouse options. And again, windows control uh, P that's going to be your pointer. uh, I'm sorry. That's going to be your pointer controls. And that's what it says on my notes and uh, Windows Control K for your keyboard. You can, you can cycle between all those. There are different commands. I urge you to explore them. Uh, I don't want to take too long going over them, so I'm actually going to skip them for this part, uh, but to, um, to, get the, to get the keyboard echo, to get the mouse pointer echo, and uh, to take advantage of all that kind of stuff. Again, it's very customizable. It is, it is just as good, in my opinion, in what I've tested at and what I've looked at I haven't switched over to it I haven't switched over to it completely at this point uh, just because I've really grown so used to uh, when fusion first came out I grabbed up a, a copy of that from from convention and really threw myself into that and said I, I want to learn this because it was the f- it was the first time I never really liked magic that was that was uh, freedom Scientific's original one uh, again it just felt it wasn't upgraded for the longest time. And uh, it's, it's, again, it's why I'm not even bringing it up because they haven't updated in so long. They're really just letting it atrophy uh, and it's, and it's been re- replaced. So if you still have a copy of magic, I don't discourage you from using it because you probably love it to death. But if you want some of the newer stuff you're, you're probably going to want to upgrade to uh, zoom text, if not fusion. All right. And with everything freedom, scientific, uh, you're going to want to uh, you know, take advantage of those uh, discounts they have during convention uh, to upgrade, I'd stick with probably uh, again, if, you, if you're if you're kind of a switch back and forth where sometimes you need the voice and sometimes you don't, I would definitely go with Fusion because that is they've literally kind of taken the best of both worlds and threw them in its own program. Uh, when you buy Fusion, you also get JAWS, the current version of JAWS and the current version of Zoom text. So you're buying both programs and usually at a, at a cheaper price if you add up the total. So uh, definitely look into those um, but But realize that if you don't have it or you don't have the money or you don't have um, an agency that that is uh, uh, empowered to purchase those on your behalf and you need them, you have options. You have options. Options that are just as good and cost nothing. Okay? So uh, let's go ahead, Donna. Let's go ahead and open this up for any Q&A you guys have. Uh, I'll tell you what. We'll stick to to strictly magnifier questions first. Okay? I want to stick to that. So if you have something that's not a question having to deal with either of the two magnifiers and other solutions, I can can talk about some other magnification solutions if you want. Um, I may not have the answers at the tip of my tongue, but I'll do my best. Um, But anything outside of magnification, let's hold off until we get all those questions taken care of, because that's really what you guys are here for. All right? So Donna.
1: All right, so so uh, just to make sure that everybody remembers that unmute and all that fun stuff, uh, so from your PC, it's going to be Alt-A. Uh, from your Mac, it's going to be Command-Shift-A. Uh, from the app, it's the button in the lower left-hand corner. And on your phone, it's Star-6. Um, star six. um And to raise your hand, you're going to, let's see, from the PC, it's uh, Alt-Y. From the Mac, it's uh, Option-Y. From the app, uh, access the More button at the lower right-hand corner, and it'll be in there. And from the phone, it's uh, Star 9.
2: Right on. Work that room.
1: Thank you. All right. So... I'm waiting for you to raise your hands.
2: So either one of two things, either I put them absolutely to sleep right now with all this, <laughs> or I've been so incredible at this that I left them with no questions.
1: Well, I have a question. If I may. Right.
2: Let's see. Start off. Maybe you'll spurn some more. <laughs> up.
1: So. I uh, used to use Zoom Text, but mine needed upgrading this year, and I work for a nonprofit, so I didn't want to burden them with that. So I had been using the Windows on my um, PC at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so we switched. Uh, so when I know that sometimes they'll talk, you can get it to the magnifier and the speech to work together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I understand it's gotten better. Have you tried it?
2: So now you've got just strictly Zoom text. You don't have JAWS?
1: No, I, I have I'm using um, I, I don't use my Zoom text anymore because we didn't upgrade it. I'm using the Microsoft um,
2: Okay, yeah. So if you so if you're using the Windows magnifier then. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yes, there is speech with them and they do work quite nicely together.
1: And you mentioned um the magnifier that you could split the screen in two. I didn't know that.
2: So that's the dock mode. Okay. So that means uh, what they're going to do is they're going to dock part of your screen and it's, and it's static. It stays the same. Like, okay, the example I can give you is, for, for example, on your iPhone, right? You always have the dock of, of your standard four that are on the bottom. No matter what page you're on, you could be on page seven of 17 and your dock is always going to remain the same. Right. Mm-hmm. You're always going to have, for me, it's phone, mail, music, and mm-hmm. Safari. Right. Okay. So that remains the same. So that's the same thing. If, if you're, if you, um, if you enable the dock mode, you're going to have at the bottom of your screen, you're going to have this, this, uh, set of icons that stays the same, and they all deal with your, your, um, like your, like I said, like your color change, your magnification, your pointer settings, all these different things, speech settings, keyboard settings, those are all going to be there available for you with the mouse but up above that divider line and that can be adjusted so you can have a little more of your screen be more magnification maybe half and half whatever and above that is going to be magnified okay Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna i'm gonna tangent off if you're okay for a second Mm -hmm. uh, and i'm gonna gonna come back and and make sure i answer a question but i want to talk about how that works Okay, so for those of you who may be in this room and don't understand how magnification works, you're like, well, if you blow up the screen, you can't see all of it. And you're right. Right. Yes. You can't. True. Okay? So uh, what happens, though, is the cursor and your mouse moves from left to right, and top and bottom, and sideways, and all this kind of stuff. And you can make it do circles and everything. Well, I mean, you could probably maybe make a da- dance a jig if you're really that talented with the mouse. <laughs> but... If you move and your and your arrow, your cursor, your pointer slams into the slams into either side, any of those ends, if it slams into the right wall, the left wall, the up the ceiling or the floor, you're, it's going to scroll down. It's going to take the screen and move the screen along with it. So, the best way to imagine it is imagine you're on a wall, okay? And you've got a picture frame. And that picture frame is only, and it is only able to see X amount of that wall, right? So, but if you take and put your finger inside and you move over and bump the edge, the inner edge of that picture frame, as you move it to your vantage point, it looks like the wall behind you is moving, but really you're moving that picture frame across to a different part of the wall. Okay, does that make sense?
1: It's yeah, good analogy
2: okay so if you think about it that way that's really what's happening but underneath in that picture frame man we can be blown up we can blow up from like i said from 1.1x to as much as 24x uh i don't honestly know how big it goes it may go it may go bigger than that. it may go 48 and larger i don't i've never tried to get that big cuz i think the characters will be bigger than the screen um unless of course you're using one and that's the other thing too uh i would also suggest to any of you that are that are considering or if you if you use it um, if you have somebody you know that means that you also want to use a larger screen, okay? Uh, and and the more the more defined of a screen you got, like if you if you can have a 4K. First of all, they're, they're a little bit pricey, but they're worth it. Um, you can even plug in uh, a lot of your smart TVs now, even even some of the non-smart TVs. But the more later models have the ability to change your your big you know big, like a big 55, 60 inch TV into a monitor. Oh, so, so you can just just with a simple VGA cable. That. <laughs> A simple VGA cable—that's all it takes, or a USB, and then you just you take and you set your input to monitor. So it's it's easy to do um, once you figure it out. I'm never gonna say it's easy to do because next thing you know, you're you're sitting there screaming at me through through the you know the computer screen going, "He said it was gonna be easy," mm-hmm. and you're like, "I'm like, well, I said it would be easy after you got it all set up." So um, so okay, so that's um, so back to your question. Uh, did that, did that answer it or yes. did I, okay, good. All right. Has anyone else in the room woken up?
1: No, you Look must be an
2: exceptional teacher. Or, or no, I'm just that good of a sleep aid. No. <laughs> no. All right. Okay. So anybody, does anybody have any questions about any type of magnification whatsoever? We can talk about some, some handheld digital solutions. We can talk about uh clear view. We can talk about these kind of things. Is there any questions on that kind of stuff out there?
1: I have a question that some of them might be able to answer. Okay. So I have been having issues with my pointer. I changed the color, but when I put my computer to sleep and bring it back up, the color goes away and I have to reinitiate the color.
2: Okay. So what you may want to look at now, you're, you're using Zoom Text, correct?
1: Oh, no, that's using the Windows.
2: That's using, Oh, sorry, you're using Windows.
1: I even called the Geek Squad.
2: Did you, <laughs> you, call, know, did you call Microsoft, disability? Microsoft call, disability?
1: Yeah, they said they think it might be a, a glitch in my Windows. And they might have to fix my Windows, but I just want to see if I'm the only one having that trouble.
2: Uh, I have not come across that yet, uh, but to tell you the truth, I don't use it often enough. I've only really used it in probably about the past month, six weeks. And I'm not a consistent user, so I haven't noticed it. Okay. Because um, uh, usually I because I turn off my I turn off my my sleep feature. I'm like
1: that didn't that? even wake anybody up. No, nope. I don't okay. want to take up your whole show. it's oh, a really good
2: show. Somebody just did. They raised hand.
1: Yes, when I went down the screen, look, and they just they popped up. We have Tony. Tony. Tony, you may unmute yourself.
2: Can you all hear me? We can do now.
0: Great. Um, so I have a question, and it's not about magnification. Um, so I'm uh, new to the low-vision world, um, and I've been using Fusion for about the last year and a half or so. Um, but I have a lot of problems with it in terms of um, it doesn't work well with uh, other, like when I'm running Outlook and now with um, all the Zoom stuff. Going on, uh, but I need it for uh, because it, it's the only thing that I know of that like reads punctuation. So if you're reading a document and it tells you, correct, you know where punctuation is. Um, so I'm having a lot of problems with it, and I, 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 so I, I'm kind of like for in terms of reading things, I use you know the the just the native readers and Windows and and the Microsoft products and that. But is there? Um, I don't know if it's just my laptop, or if if that's just a—I don't know if—if uh, if it's a, a like a freedom scientific thing in
2: terms of like keeping up with all the the new tech that's being used. Right. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna venture to say, okay, the first piece of advice I give everybody, no matter what it is, is make sure that you are running the most current versions of everything you have okay so make sure you make sure your windows is up to date if you're if you're talking zoom make sure that's that's it's most current version mm-hmm, fusion mm-hmm. it's got the latest uh you know you're, you're running the latest version with the latest update on it yeah okay that said um with the with the new i mean zoom is being changed all the time okay because they're they're finding new things to keep it to keep it uh you know like the security upgrades and and things like that so they're always making little tweaks and changes to it much like you know they, they do with a lot of things um and it may be a fact that it, it, it when zoom was first kind of in its uh when fusion came out and started messing with it earlier in the year way early in the year before everyone decided we need to go to zoom right because of because of pandemic yeah restrictions um it may have worked really well and then as as zoom realized that it had some issues because it was all of a sudden being like, you know, everyone's downloading it and mm-hmm. everyone's using it that, that now we've realized some of the issues with it and we've got to fix that. It may have interfered with some of the, uh, some of the coding that Zoom, that uh, Fusion uses to read. Right. So that's, that's probably my best guess. What I would do, um, is, uh, definitely make sure, definitely make sure that you're using, you're running the latest version. Okay. Um, And hopefully you have it set to do automatic updates or check for updates like maybe once a week or so. Yeah. Um, But I would call uh, Freedom Scientific's help desk and ask them if you have a specific program that that is going, that that's happening on versus it being like a universal problem. (laughs) If it's a universal problem where it's happening in like, uh, like uh, MS Word and, and uh, any of the web browsers um, that it's not reading, that it's not reading the way you want it to. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, then it may be something, uh, a setting that you may have to go through and and readjust, which I highly doubt because it was working before. Right. Um, Or it may be, they may tell you to do like maybe a reinstall of it because it's glitched for some reason. Um, But those are the guys I'd reach out to because it doesn't sound like anything off off the top of my head that I've encountered.
0: Okay. Uh, Is there any um, particular, I mean, I have a, my, my my employer was pretty pretty kind, and uh, you know they they purchased a, a laptop with I guess an i seven processor, an processor and processor. and like a sixteen gigabit gigabyte. gigabyte oh, you're,
2: uh, uh, you're running a Ferrari,
0: right? But it, but it's still like doesn't work really well so i don't know if there's particular okay so types of laptops that you're supposed to be using or no
2: there really isn't there really isn't so long as you're running windows 10 mm-hmm. um you should be running fine and with 16 gigs of ram and, and an i7 processor like i said you're running a ferrari in there okay um what might be happening is uh and this is kind of this kind of happens quite often because a lot of people don't do this and i'm 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 scared that i'm straying into the weeds on this one sure, <laughs> just sure. because it's kind of techy. yeah i'm um,
0: sorry i'm sorry no, no no no
2: it's okay it's okay but you may want to have someone if, if i don't know what your computer skill level is so you have um you have a, a boot um in your in your your boot startup programs okay and mm-hmm. there may be some processes that are starting up and staying on behind the scenes which gum up the works oh, okay um and it happens and you don't even know what's happening uh, and mm-hmm. there's a way to go in. There's a way to go in. Um, I'm not going to try and talk you through it now. No, um, please, no. <laughs> exactly. why so I said that's why I'm talking to getting into the into the weeds with it. Um, but there's a way you can go in and check those, and it basically launches you into what's called a modified startup, mm-hmm. and it disables a lot of that stuff that you don't need. You need you need really about three things running on your on your PC on startup. You know, you need your you need your your adaptive software, whether that be Fusion Jaws. Zoom text, whatever it is, you mm-hmm. need your antivirus and like one other program that uh, off the top of my head eludes me. It's been years since I've went in and played with that. No, of course. But you're going to have things, there, there's probably about 20 different things that are checked. Right. So, okay. And that's, and that's really all you need. And you're going to find that that does it. Um, you can also run, um, if you know how to do it, you can run some cleanup stuff on your computer uh-huh. to get rid of, to get rid of all files and stuff like that. And that's actually going to be, um, uh, the next arena we talk about, Rachel and I are going to talk about maintenance on the PC. Mm-hmm. So, okay, t- tune in next time. Same, same geek channel, same geek time. We'll do. Thank you very
0: much. Okay. Uh, Fusion is a great program, and it is. Uh, I, I, I love it. And when it's when it's running, and so I appreciate the advice. But uh, I. I yeah, it's it's really something that is is unique in terms of what I found and and I, I really enjoy it. I really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I really I, appreciate I, it.
2: I, I think I think the way I best serve all of everybody out there that I talk to is is I'll give you the options and I'll let you choose what works best for you. Yeah. Thank so, you. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. Nice to hear from you, Tony. Thank you.
1: So everybody else is still happy with your lesson.
2: All right. Well, I got about t- we got about ten minutes left, if that. So if anyone has any generalized computer questions that I'm completely not prepared for, <laughs> let's do it. And if not, I get to go get dessert early. No one's being brave yet. No one's being brave. All right. Well, see. All right then. So See. See, I'm not gonna hit said, you with mine. Hey, I'm not I'm not gonna push it. I've yeah. had
1: a I've had a laptop just two years, okay? Mm-hmm. I've still learned it because my keyboard's a little different than my one at work. I'm still learning this keyboard and I'm still just learning Windows 10. And because this is my first laptop. So I'm still learning the feel. And mm-hmm. so doing the Zoom stuff is really helping me.
2: So, one of the neat things that, uh, that uh, I know Zoom Text had it, and I, I haven't seen it. It probably comes now because, you know, with Vespero taking it over, um, they had a Zoom Text keyboard. i saw
1: that
2: yeah and it has so so the keys are a little bit larger and and the print on them is a little bit larger so it's yeah they're yellow and i loved it but but the neat thing about that keyboard is all your little uh modifier things like remember i said you click on on c for colors and m for magnification stuff like that those are all pop-ups on top of the keyboard so you press this little button and bink it brings up that window oh wow so it was really, really cool. It had all that stuff built into it, and it was so easy to use. Um, I haven't seen one. Let's see. The last time I installed ZoomText for a customer was about four years ago uh, when I was working with the VA, and, uh, and I installed one of those for them. And, and, and I installed them for, and I never used one uh, because I didn't feel the need for it. But uh, I'll tell you, when I installed those, and, and I showed them how that thing worked, and they all just they loved it. So and, and a lot of the vets uh vets are all uh you know, acquired vision loss or age related vision loss. So as they're in their in as in their uh you know, their older years they're they're coming across, you know, retinitis retinitis pigmentosa or you know
1: My seniors that I work with would like that.
2: Yeah, so it's worth looking into to see if those are there. Uh, again, I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen one and I haven't, I haven't heard of one. Whenever I'm at the conventions and I, I talk with the guys from from My, or not Microsoft, from Freedom Scientific now Sparrow, um, I never, I never see, I never see it out there on their thing, and I keep forgetting to ask them about that. So yeah, I've not wanna,
1: seen one out there either because I would go up play
2: with. I want, I want to see, I want to see if they decided to 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 grab that license and make those available as well, or if they're going to make one of their own. Or if they just said, you know what, we don't need it, which would be sad. It'd be mm. really sad. It would. So, but yeah, and I, I think it's definitely, a, a, it's a great program, but, uh, you know.
1: It looks oh. like you did. Uh, we have a hand.
2: Somebody wants to talk with us. Yay. <laughs> we have. I'm not alone in the world.
1: How do I say this name? Restoria?
2: Yeah. I've seen
1: Restoria. I've seen it. Restoria. You, so you may yeah. unmute yourself. Hello. Restoria. um, let's see. if You're on
2: says her iPad, right?
1: Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, so iPad. So it's bottom- going to be bottom left-hand corner of the screen.
2: Not yet. Okay, Ristoria.
1: I finally got it. Ah, uh,
2: yay! There well, we go.
1: I, I'm sorry, I was late getting
2: there. To no, the no apologies. But, uh,
1: I, I was just
2: wondering, uh, there are so many, I'm new at this, I'm bi- low vision, and there are so many um, classes that, and sessions that I'd like to see. Is there some way you can save where you've been when they repeat every week? Uh, so, if you're talking about the Zoom meeting kind of things, um, there really isn't. Um, okay. Okay. And, and I'll, I'll tell you why, because I don't want to just say no and then just you know, be on your way, because that's, that's not what we're here about. Um, so the reason for that is, and since no one else seems to want to talk with you, you get my full attention. Um, <laughs> so uh, when we set up Zoom meetings, uh, we have the ability of what's marking what's called a recurring meeting, which means it's kind of, kind of going to happen again. And generally, multiple times, it's going to recur. And so it doesn't change the meeting ID and the password. Um and the only thing it just changes is like when we decide it's gonna be. So, you know, this one is on this one is uh every other Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. So I don't need to check that box. I I, I check the recurring meeting because that way I keep the I keep the, the ID and all the same. So you could you could go into um when you sign into a meeting, you could go into the history and you'd see the uh, this this uh meeting with that ID and all that stuff, and it would hold that in place. But as far as um, reminding you to come in and stuff like that, it doesn't have that kind of capability. Okay. But the history
1: will show some of them.
2: Yes. Okay. Okay.
1: Now, the history is you go down, and then... Now, I'm
2: the- not 100% sure, because you're using an iPad, and I don't use uh, the iDevices to know, log in. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please.
1: Normally, um, everybody's using an ipad
2: and i use an i iP- <laughs> an android and today mm-hmm. i'm on my ipad and <laughs> you don't use it <laughs> yeah um where i find it is when it says when it says join meeting mm-hmm. if you do that where you uh if you if you do join meeting and the first thing it's going to come up with is like i believe it's your name or, or no it says it's the meeting id but directly under that is your history list of everything you've joined into. And you just have to find the right one. Uh, Double tap on that, and it should fill in all the fields, the the meaning ID and the password. And then you just have to make sure your name's correct or whatever you want it to be. And uh, and then click join. Good. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate the question. Thank you. All right. No one else. All right. No one else. And we're two minutes away. So, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. Thank, thank uh, Tony and Restoria for your questions. Um, I, know, I know that uh, a lot of people on here aren't, aren't low vision, um, but I hope you were enlightened by something that's out there today that could help out potentially. And, and or pass along what you have learned, as Yoda said. Um, so, uh, thank you all for joining um, the No Geek Speak Arena where we try to tell you in the most basic terms how things work uh, so you don't get lost in the geek weeds. Um, thank you so much to Donna for, for being um, my hand ra- or my hand control today, my room worker. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, and thanks to all of you on ACB Radio for listening. There are lots of choices out there to listen to with all those streams, and there's other things going on, but uh, we appreciate that you chose us today. Okay, and uh, Rachel and myself will see you back here in a couple weeks with uh, another great topic on uh, on getting you guys going on keeping your computers up to date. All right. So with that, uh, and thank you, Debbie, for streaming tonight. We greatly appreciate it, and we will see you all next time.